Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, Sam Bankman-Fried seeks reverse decision on contesting his extradition, according to this latest report. That's right. By consenting to extradition, SBF would be able to appear in a United States court. Also in today's show, $5 billion in crypto exit Binance in 48 hours as solvency current uh, concerns continue to grow, according to analytics firm uh, Delphi Digital. I'll be breaking this down for you. Also in today's show, the analysts who accurately called massive Bitcoin crash issue, uh, issues a major update for crypto traders. We're talking about Peter Brandt. He's the legendary trader who accurately predicted the Bitcoin crash in January of 2018 and now says the Bitcoin price action has looked prime for another sell-off event. Also in today's show, is the crypto bottom in? Well, analytics firm Santiment says there is one metric which is flashing a historically bullish signal. That's right. The leading crypto analytics firm Santiment says one metric they track is signaling a bullish turn in the market based on historical performance. In fact, quoting them here, there's a whole lot of doom and gloom in crypto right now. Binance FUD, Jerome Powell hawkishness, and the ongoing SBF trial headline, many reasons why capitulation is prevalent to the end of the week. Historically, this uncertainty is a bottom signal. Also in today's show, top crypto analysts forecast big moves ahead for Binance coin. That's right. BNB versus the Bitcoin chart. I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis. Also in today's show, crypto experts predict Bitcoin price rising to a whopping $318,417 by December 2025. That's right. The most bullish expert believes the price of the king crypto will reach 160000 by the end of the year. Meanwhile, 54% of them think that hyper-Bitcoinization will happen by 2050. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome everyone just tuning in to today's live stream of Crypto News Alerts pod episode number 1137. Today is Sunday, December 19th, 2022. Let's take a look at the overall crypto market. You can see Bitcoin trading just under $17,000 at the time of this live stream. We got Ether down 0.38% trading under $1,200 while Binance Coin, Cardano, Solana, and Doge are barely in the green. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, we can see the current crypto market cap all the way down to 806 billion with only 20 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with a Bitcoin dominance at 39.8% and the Ether dominance at 
0.9%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours. Tuncoin leading the pack up 8%, trading at $2.67, followed by OKB up almost 4%, trading at $22.60, followed by the Trust Wallet token up about 4%, trading at $1.67. Below that, we have Zcash, BNB, and Shiba Inu. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past week, a sea of red as the altcoins took a major hit this week. The only one in the green, obviously, is Ton up a whopping 37.4% for the week. And check it out. One of my favorite indicators. It's the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. You can see we are currently rated a 26 in fear. Yesterday, a 28. Last week, a 26. And last month, a 23 in extreme fear. So there you have it. Welcome, everyone. Just tuning in to today's live show. Today, instead of diving right into some Bitcoin technical analysis, let's dive into the latest with the ongoing SBF saga regarding his extradition. Let's break it down. Sam Bankman-Fried, the former FTX CEO, reportedly reconsidered his earlier decision to contest extradition and is expected to appear in court in the Bahamas December 19th, which is tomorrow, to seek a reversal, according to a Reuters report on December 17th, citing a person familiar with this matter. And by consenting to extradition, SBF would be able to appear in the United States court. He faces charges of conspiracy to commit wire fraud on customers and lenders, securities fraud, commodities fraud, money laundering, and conspiracy to defraud the United States and violate the campaign finance law. The move follows the Bankman-Fried's bail denial on December 13th due to the risk of flight. The former CEO's lawyers argued that SPF does not possess a criminal record and was suffering from depression and insomnia. Crimea River. A second application for bail was reportedly filed in the Bahamas Supreme Court on December 15th. Now, if convicted, Bankman-Fried can get 115 years in jail. However, there is a lot to play out in this case until he gets a final sentence within the next few months or even years as this could be ongoing for quite some time. Now, formal federal prosecutor Mark Cohen had been hired by the former FTX CEO to act in his or as his defense attorney. And as reported, Cohen is the co-founder of the law firm Cohen and Gresner and a member of the defense team, Gylacine or uh Maxwell's high-profile child trafficking case is actually the same lawyer, which makes this all the more wild. Bankman-Fried is being held in Fox Hill Prison, the only prison in the Bahamas, and according to the U.S. State Department report released in 2021, Fox Hill conditions were harsh and overcrowded with poor sanitation and nutrition, so so much for that vegan diet. Detainees were alleged to have been physically abused by correctional officers, which is sad to hear, but that's the reality. Also, many inmates have been known to commit suicide, and ex-CEO of Alameda Research and sister company of FTX, Caroline Ellison, had also formed a defense team. She has uh, Stephine Avakan, a former top crypto regulator with the U.S. SEC, and will represent Ellison in the ongoing federal probe. She is also currently the chair of the SEC and financial services at the law Wilmerhale. In her role at the SEC, she expanded crypto oversight at the enforcement division. So there you have it. What do you think is likely to happen with all of this? Do you think Caroline Ellison is likely next to get arrested, or do you think all the blame will go towards SBF? I find it hilarious as they rat on each other. And I expect nothing less. So it'll see. I think it'll be interesting how this unfolds. But unfortunately, I think it's going to take years upon years to come to a final resolution in the end. And I just pray that the FTX victims, which are the investors, receive 
their money back. It's probably unlikely. There's rumors they can receive one-tenth of their money back, pennies on the dollar, but it's just sad to witness such uh, such fraud in this industry, which was perpetrated by the SEC, allowing Bankman-Fried to get away with all of this. So I hope they point the finger at the SEC chairman as much as they do, uh, Caroline and SBF and all the criminals who are responsible for stealing these funds. But with that being shared, now let's dive into our next story of the day. As the contagion continues, literally $5 billion of outflows from Binance in the recent days, which is insane as the FUD campaigns from the mainstream media and Kevin O'Leary continue. So now let's break this down, shall we? Check it out. Binance, the world's largest crypto exchange by volume, is being tested by a wave of large outflows as traders seek to withdraw their crypto. According to Crypto Insights firm Delphi Digital, Binance saw over $5 billion in net outflows just on December 13th and the 14th. Delphi Digital says that the big withdrawal flows could stem from the collapse of FTX and that the lower levels of trust in crypto exchanges that have followed. Quoting them here, Binance saw more than 5 million of net outflows between December 13th and the 14th. This is the largest two-day outflow since the exchange started providing proof of reserves November 10th. And a U.S. Congress holds hearings over the FTX collapse. Concerns regarding Binance have been growing, leading to an increase in withdrawals. I mean, which you can see right there. Now, Binance has offered a proof of reserves report showing that all of its customers' assets are, in fact, backed by one-to-one. And it had looked over by global auditing firm Mazars. However, what is pretty alarming, Mazars recently took took down its audit of Binance and reportedly cut ties with the entire crypto industry, stating the following, Mazars has paused its activity relating to the provision of proof of reserve reports for entities in the cryptocurrency sector due to concerns regarding the way these reports are understood by the public. And CZ had maintained that all assets on the exchange are one-to-one backed, quoting him here, people can withdraw 100% of the assets they have on Binance. We will not have an issue on any given day. So 100% of the users withdraw 100% of assets, we'd be fine. This is very different for traditional financial people to understand because bank runs on fractional reserves and the traditional regulators, many of them, think this is okay for crypto businesses to be running on fractional reserves. That is not okay. In crypto, there is no central bank printing money to bail out banks when there is liquidity crunch. So crypto businesses have to hold user assets one-to-one and that's what we do. It is very simple. However, I must point out something alarming that CZ did when he was confronted on the news straight up by like the reporter. They asked him, if someone was to withdraw $2 billion from your exchange right now, do you have the funds to back it? And he indirectly said, our lawyers will take care of that. Instead of just saying straight up 100% confidently, like he was saying in this quote, yes, we are backed one-to-one, so it would not be an issue, which created more concerns. I think it's personally very unfortunate because it seems that CZ is trying to do the right thing. He's maybe a good actor. I can't prove he is a bad actor. You know what I mean? I can't say uh, CZ is any worse than Bankman-Fried because Bankman-Fried committed fraud, right? Hence why he is arrested right now. CZ, on the other hand, he's trying to work with us. He's trying to prove uh, the proof of reserves, etc. But at the same time, I'm not sharing all this to defend CZ because at the same time, CZ is spreading FUD, telling uh, people in, in a chat, uh, I guess on a, on a Twitter space, he said something like, 99% of people who self-custody their crypto are going to lose it. 
basically ultimately trying to bribe people to keep their crypto on a centralized exchange such as his exchange, Binance. And I just personally thought that was wrong because I know for a fact 99% of the people who self-custody their crypto is not going to lose it. However, I understood his point. His point is some of the people who self-custody their crypto are going to lose it. Absolutely, because it's hard for some people to take responsibility for their own actions in their lives. That's just the way that it is. But let me know your thoughts surrounding this. Do you think potentially Binance can be next to go under? I mean, it's unfortunate, in my humble opinion, that Kevin O'Leary in that hearing threw the Binance uh, CEO, uh, CZ, under the bus, pointing the finger for the FTX collapse at CZ versus Bankman Freed. So why is Kevin O'Leary still protecting Bankman Freed? It's insane to say the least. But with that being shared, now let's dive into our next story of the day and share some major updates here with the crypto markets. Legendary trader who accurately predicted the Bitcoin crash in January of 2018, and that's Peter Brandt, says Bitcoin looks prime for yet another sell-off event. Say it ain't so, Peter. Season analyst Peter Brandt tells his 700,000 Twitter followers that Bitcoin is flashing a candlestick formation into a fresh move to the downside for the king crypto as he shares here please all be aware that bitcoin is developing the infamous three blind mice chart construction which he outlines here which you can see in your screen now check it although the three blind mice pattern is not a conventional technical formation brant had previously mentioned a similar construction in april 2020 when bitcoin formed six consecutive bullish weekly candles that saw the bitcoin price rally from five thousand to above the sixty thousand dollar level a year later the pattern appears to be suggesting the continuation of the underlying trend quoting brant here Come on, you amateurs. Can you, you can do better than this. You're missing the forest from the trees. This is a 28 month old coil with the price action most recently being the famous six blind mice signal. Get with it, which he outlines here in this chart. And in a recent interview, Brandt emphasizes that the trend for Bitcoin is still down and will likely continue unless Bitcoin can rally above $20,000, which is a key psychological level. Quoting him again here, I certainly think that unless Bitcoin can really get up and consolidate above $20,000 again, we could see another leg down. I don't think we'll go to $11,000 or $12,000. I think $13,000 probably a more realistic level as far as I am concerned until Bitcoin can really, again, regain 22000 and hold it, I don't see any reason why Bitcoin can't slip back down to that $13,000 level. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the legendary investor, Peter Brandt, regarding his bottom target of around 13000 And are you also bullish on the King Crypto? Holla at your boy in the live chat, which takes us to our next uh, story of the day, we're going to be discussing a bullish metric, which was pointed out by Santiment Analytics. The leading crypto analytics firm Santiment says one metric, which is tracking signaling a bullish turn in the market based on historical performance. And according to them, we have FUD reaching peak levels as determined by the prevalence of negative crypto terms such as sell across several social media platforms. And using their social dominance methodology, Santiment says that negativity in the crypto market is reaching a level that has usually signaled a bottom. The negativity is largely driven by the FTX implosion and the arrest of disgraced founder SPF 
ETF, as well as increasing questions about the financial stability of Binance, the world's largest crypto exchange, according to the analytics firm. Now, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell continues to drive markets down with his hawkish policy. As pointed out here, there are a whole lot of doom and gloom in crypto right now. Binance FUD, Jerome Powell hawkishness, and the ongoing SBF trial headline. Many reasons why capitulation is prevalent to the end of the week. Historically, this uncertainty is a bottom signal. Now, sentiment also looks at three altcoins, signaling bullish sentiment with activity from one dormant once dormant wallets as shared here several altcoins are seeing big upticks in address activity and dormant wallets awakening to move their funds right now others are staying stuck in the mud and there are more likely they are more likely to fall behind sentiment says that automatic yield farming protocol urine finance is showing impressive network activity following a short period of depression and at this time fyi is trading hands at five thousand six hundred and twenty six dollars i remember when fyi was trading at the same as the bitcoin price that was what a couple of years back now as per sentiment the centralized finance project ren is not picking up so strong because of its complicated financial situation and ren at this time is changing hands at 7.4 cents all i gotta say we know where ren is but where's stimpy and those of you who watched nickelodeon growing up get my joke Lastly, sentiment says the decentralized crypto exchange Uniswap on which NFTs are traded is exhibiting strong growth in terms of network activity. Quoting sentiment, Uni experienced a strong growth before when there was an NFT marketplace announced, but still we can see it growing strongly even compared with NFT related pump. So there you have it. And Uniswap at this time is trading hands at $5.35. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with sentiment analytics that Big moves could be potentially ahead for the King Crypto. And now let's dive into our next story of the day. And that's BNB, the native token of the crypto exchange Binance, making major moves. Let's break it down, shall we? Popular analyst Jason Pizzino says that BNB, the utility token of the world's largest exchange, is likely headed for a trend reversal versus the Bitcoin chart. Pizzino tells his 300,000 YouTube subs that Binance Coin has potentially hit a top against BNB slash BTC after the pair's bullish run of nearly two years. According to Pizzino, the looming reversal can trigger a multi-year downtrend for BNB versus BTC. Quitting him here, we have just started our first major month down to put in a potential top here on BNB slash BTC. And this could last two years from that point, as pointed out here in this chart. Now, the popular analyst also says that BNB has exhibited clear bull and bear trends against Bitcoin since the pair had launched back in 2017. As he points out here, from July 2017, 21 months up to the peak in April of 2019, we know that Bitcoin found a peak in around June 2019 from that point as well. So this was rallying up while Bitcoin was also going up after the macro low, after that cycle low. BNB then fell for 21 months against Bitcoin value down to January of 2021 and has since been up into the latest high of November of 2022. So no one can argue that this is not a clear bull and bear trend over 21 to 22 months. And according to Pizzino, Bitcoin slash, I mean, BNB slash Bitcoin will likely end its downtrend by quarter three of 2024. Should the pair to continue to repeat its cycle, as he points out here, should this repeat, we have 22 months or 21 months to take us to around August 2024. And if we want it to go out for that 22 months, then it's going to be around September of 2024. So sometime around August or September 2024, this BNB slash Bitcoin chart may find a bottom. And to watch this video he did with the Binance coin technical analysis entitled, Markets Have Seen This Before. 
Check the show notes below the video in the description, which leads us to our final story of the day. We're going to be sharing a very bullish price prediction of 318000 for the King Crypto by Christmas of 2025, keeping in mind that it's the year proceeding to having historically is when the market hits that cycle high. So this prediction is right in alignment with that. So let's break this down, shall we? Finder, a major product comparison website, conducted a study to find out the future outlook of Bitcoin as its popularity grows. As awareness of crypto continues to spread, all eyes are on Bitcoin's price. So we asked our panel of 42 crypto experts, what's in store for Bitcoin and the company detailed last week? The panelists include crypto asset managers, executives of crypto exchanges, and other crypto service providers, crypto analysts, professors, and lecturers at universities. Amongst various topics discussed was the price of Bitcoin and what it will be by the end of the year and a few years from now. Here's what Finder detailed. With there maybe some medium-term price depreciation, the panelists predict that by December of 2025, the price of Bitcoin will go up to $318,417. Send it. I am ecstatic. Cannot freaking wait. The company added that this is 61% higher than the panel's end of the 2025 year prediction in December of 2020, but 12% lower than that in April. And furthermore, the panelists predict that by December of 2030, the price of Bitcoin will go to a whopping $4.2 million per BTC. Let's go. However, the average is skewed by outliers. When we look at the median price prediction, the 2030 price forecast comes down to $470,000. Finder wrote, not too shabby. And as for what the price of Bitcoin will be at the end of the year, the majority of panelists, which is 61% of them, say Bitcoin is currently undervalued. And on average, the panel expects the price of the crypto at the end of 2021 to reach 66000 per coin. Well, obviously, they were dead wrong there because we're in 2022 right now. And I don't know if this is a typo or not, but it is what it is. And we also have more for CEO Martin Froehler, the most bullish about the price of Bitcoin on the panel with his prediction for the end of the year, which was 160000 quoting him, adoption by corporations and institutional investors paired with a loose monetary policy and high asset inflation will propel the Bitcoin price to six figures before the end of the year. The next halving cycle will be increased adoption of Bitcoin as a legal tender by developing countries. And until 2030, Bitcoin will have replaced gold as a global reserve asset. Yeah. So there you have it. And also Wave Financial Senior Trader Justin Chu gave a lower than average price prediction of 56000 by the end of the year and also said he predicts 210000 uh by, it looks like here, by 2030. Actually, by 2030, predicting 400000 And yeah, so... Very bullish for the long term, quoting him here, having events in inflation along the way to 2025 and 2030 will likely trigger the larger upside moves. Prices are likely to continuously be driven by supply and demand, less availability for a wider group of users. And let's see if there's any other interesting predictions here. The study also covers that experts think that hyper-Bitcoinization will happen, quoting them here. 54% of the panel thinks hyper-Bitcoinization, the moment the Bitcoin overtakes global finance, will happen by 2050. What? That's like 30 years away. 29% think it'll happen as soon as 2035. An additional 20% say by 2040. But let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below surrounding your prediction for the King Crypto. 
And where do you feel we're likely to end more short term and realistically before the end of the year, considering we just have two more weeks left before we end this crypto year, I should say bearish market winter year of 2022 with 2023 right around the corner. Let me know your honest thoughts and predictions in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.